This is the Sean Kelly on Movies podcast. Thoughts and commentary on the world of film from an Aspergian perspective. A production of SKOnMovies.com. Welcome to my uh, second podcast coming out of the um, 2019 Hot Docs Canadian International Documentary Festival. So um, today I have an interview with uh, filmmaker uh, Lily Zapata and um, Jack Sim, better known as uh, Mr. Toilet, uh, about the documentary Mr. Toilet, The World's Number Two Man. Jack Sim is a very um, interesting character to say the least, and this is a very good interview, so uh, let's get right to it, and here's my interview for Mr. Toilet. Uh, how did you uh, find out about um, Jack Sim and decide to make a movie about him? Yeah, so I, I first found out, found out about him through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation after they were doing a big toilet challenge. So they decided to give away a grand prize for a toilet uh, to Caltech University, and they told me all about him, that him once I went there to go visit. So, and then we had a phone call with him and knew immediately he was a character for the film. So um, how did you get started uh, talking about toilets? <laughs> So I was uh, doing business and from 24 I started businesses and by 40 I have uh, made some money and I thought I should start to do social work instead because it's not really a very long life. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to do something that is neglected so I found toilet is neglected and uh, you can't do worse than what it was already. So, one thing led to another and became a big movement. So, um, what exactly was the uh, World Toilet Foundation formed and what exactly does it do? <laughs> so, the subject of toilet was quite embarrassing for people to engage. So, what they do is they call it by another name called water mm-hmm. and everybody call it water and all the funding and attention goes to water, which is drinking water agricultural water, flood water, and they forgot about sanitation. So you can't call sanitation by another name. So what I thought is that if we were to call it toilet, then we call a spade a spade. And if it is uh, funny, then the media will write a lot about it. So we call ourselves the WTO, that sounds like the World Trade Organization. (laughs) And uh, we thought, I thought that if the World Trade Organization were to sue me, then this would really become very big. And if they don't sue me, it will again become very big. So this was a guerrilla marketing strategy that actually worked. I'm so glad that uh, just by playing that pun, we're able to make people pay attention to toilet. And then they start to realize that it's normal to talk about it. And if you don't talk, you cannot improve. So now they start to pay attention and the politicians start to use it as a vote winner during election and they become popular. So finally, they start to challenge each other about building toilets. And in India, they're building 110 million toilets. And in China, President Xi Jinping is also a toilet champion. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, amazing how movement... Uh, you cannot plan it, 
but it has a life of its own. And in 2013, our founding day, 19th of November, became adopted as the United Nations World Toilet Day, which is again uh, something miraculous. So I think one of the things um, in the film is that primarily the third world that doesn't have any access to good sanitation. So um, do you believe that the Western world kind of takes the availability of sanitation for granted? That's a really good question. Um, I do think that the, in the Western world there is more of a flush and forget it kind of mentality, but you'd be surprised there are some areas, even in big cities, we were just talking about it earlier, like San Francisco, where people have no place to go, especially people that are homeless, and they end up going on the street. And so there still is an issue, but I think obviously it's a lot less and we have a lot more access to, yeah, to really just not even have to deal with the smell or anything. So yeah, definitely in third world countries that that happens. So the other problem is clean toilet because even if you have a, a restroom available, it might be very dirty. Mm -hmm. So having clean toilet means that you have to spend money uh, on supplies, on training cleaners, on, on paying for them. So we have to understand that a building becomes dysfunctional when the toilet is uh, dirty and not uh, usable. So those are the important messages. Another one is ladies queuing up for toilets. So ladies has uh, their woman liberation many years ago. I don't know, that's really a long time ago. But their ladies' toilet is not liberated. <laughs> so they, they still have the same number of cubicles as before. And that's because they allocated the same number of square feet for the ladies and the gents. And as you know, in the gents, for a very little space, you can put a urinal. And for the urinal, you need to put a cubicle in the ladies. So we need to give the equivalent space for uh, the facility. So we came up with a potty parity law in Singapore in 2005, that's 14 years ago, that all building plans cannot be approved unless they have uh, the potty parity, the same number of, if you add the cubicles and the urinal in the gents, you must give the same number of cubicles in the ladies. And we would like that America change this law as well. Hey, so like, um, I think um, one of the um, central topics in the film is the um, Clean India initiative, which um, Jack is hired for. So um, could you um, talk a bit about that and has there actually been any progress since the film was completed? Yeah, so Modi launched a Clean India program, what, in 2016? 2015? No, uh, uh, for, uh, 2014. When he was re yeah. so early ago. on, four years ago actually. Years ago. And that was a way to set a very ambitious goal that by 2019 in October on Gandhi's birthday that that India would be open defecation free. It's very, very ambitious. Uh, but he decided, okay, let's, let's make this a priority, which has actually really helped local governments to make faster progress. But to be honest, to really assess, has it changed all over is really difficult. India is full of one billion people. And I would just say it's case by case right at this point. Some villages are taking to this idea. I feel like the city is, cities are taking more to it. 
Um, but then other villages, there's toilets being built, but used for storerooms and not necessarily for going to the bathroom. So it's really about changing habits. And that's what Jack's work is all about, using um, humor to change the mindset. Do you want to say more about that? Yeah, um, by October the 2nd this year, um, India will declare that they have completed 110 million toilets construction. Now, even if this full number is built, uh, it's very important that they are used, that they are maintained, that they are emptied, uh, that the pits are emptied. So to change the habit and to create the maintenance culture, I think is uh, probably another 10 years. However, having constructed this toilet, you will definitely expect that uh, at least the majority of it will be used and slowly the rest will have to follow up. So the behavioral change part will take longer because hardware is quite easy. You just put in money, you can build the toilet and the treatment system is basically on-site treatment. So you don't really need a whole network of uh, sewerage pipes and all that. Okay, so actually um, I noticed the button you're wearing. So this is this kind of works. my next question is, um, what can the general public do to um, spread the word about the need for good sanitation? <laughs> yeah, one thing Jack taught me was like, hey, I really also just want people to start having conversations about poop, even <laughs> if it's at like the dinner table and just being more comfortable with this thing that we do every single day, six times a day. We do it, but we don't want to talk about it. We talk about our food and our wine and all these like beautiful things, you know, in life, but we don't talk about what comes out later. And so, yeah, we use hashtag give a shit now. And it's just kind of, it's one of those hashtags that when people see it, it makes them think. Um, but also just even saying Mr. Toilet is kind of always makes people think as well because they wait, who's that? Is that a real person? Um, but it's bringing awareness to it in a really fun way. You know, now with the poo emoji being used on, you know, phones everywhere, um, I really think that helps too. And I feel like if people share more about their stories and about this thing that they do, it'll be more comfortable to talk about. Yeah, poop is like sex, you know. <laughs> so, uh, remember those days when you can't talk about sex? That's yeah, it's a taboo. <laughs> and after, uh, in the beginning, it feels like it's not normal. And after that, it's normal. And then they put it into songs, they put it into True. movies, everything. Uh, toilet is something so normal. It's even more frequent than sex, right? True. You you have to go uh, so often and you can't talk about it. So what's wrong with going to the toilet? If you have to go to the toilet every day, that means there's nothing wrong with it. Mm. So we want to make toilet normal because if you talk about it, you might improve your health. You might also uh, be able to um, have early warnings of any problems and you might start to be able to tell from your poop, uh, your health status. And actually, for medical uh, health, uh, we are inventing toilets that could actually read uh, if you have colorectal cancer or all this kind of downloaded data. So actually, toilets is so important for us to have good culture, go six to eight times a day. And if we were to make this subject normal, I think we will uh, definitely uh, be more aware of how we can take care of ourselves. 
So one day it will be normal because actually there's nothing wrong with going to the toilet. And after the taboo is broken, everybody will say, yeah, it's normal. But before the taboo is broken, it always sounds like a crazy idea. Okay, so um, uh, final question. So um, uh, what do you hope audiences will take away from watching Mr. Toilet? Uh, I actually hope they'll laugh first. Mm -hmm. And by breaking that ice, I actually think that I hope that they learn more than they even expected to. When I tell people that almost 40% of the world's population doesn't have access to a toilet, they are blown away that more people have a cell phone than a toilet. So I'm hoping that humor will catch them. And then from there, boom, they'll just really take in the severity of the cause. What about you? So of course, uh, people will be curious what is this Mr. Toilet uh, movie is about. But um, when they go to see it, they will definitely feel like, my goodness, there's so many things I don't even know about because I don't think about and because we never even talk about. So I think that uh, it opens up a, a whole new subject for people to engage and especially to know that there's so many problems if you don't have a toilet, like uh, girls dropping out of school when they start to have their period and there's no toilet to change sanitary napkin. Uh, it's actually a very serious problem because when girls don't get educated, the poverty spiral goes down. And then girls get raped, get molested because they are defecating openly and then in state of undress. So toilet is really like so important to talk about. You know, toilet is your life partner. It is the most intimate uh, partner that every time you see the toilet, you have to take off your pants. I mean, you don't do that even with your spouse, right? So I would like to just uh, make people aware that it's also the happiest room in the world. Then you go there, you're not happy. When you come out, you're so happy. So we should uh, have fun and enjoy our experiences in the toilet and keep uh, feeling that this is just part of living, part of enjoying the end process of food. If you can't get it out, you can't put it in. So actually, it is so, so important. <laughs> okay, well, thanks. And that concludes my interview for Mr. Toilet, the world's number two man. As of this recording, the uh, film has one more screening at Hot Docs on Saturday, May 4th at 8.30pm at the Fox Theatre. And you can also get uh, more information on the film at www.mrtoiletfilm.com. So that's it for uh, this episode, so I'll see you next time. The Sean Kelly on Movies podcast is hosted, recorded, and edited by Sean Kelly. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. You can find more details on that at skrmovies.com. The music is Out of the Fog from the website podsummit.com. You can support Sean Kelly on Movies on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash skrmovies. This has been a Sean Kelly on Movies production.